You are listening to the Fool's Gold Rush Alaska, or not Alaska. No, it's not Alaska, The Jim, Fool's Gold Rush Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12. What's it called? The Merger. Ooh. Although, they should have called this episode Getting Shit Done. Ooh, okay. that's essentially what that's everybody did. That's a very did. creative title. Just like getting it. shit done. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I, I liked seeing Mitch again. Uh, he was really the only interesting part for me in the whole Hoffman, Quartz Creek. Indian River, whatever. Yeah, I agree. We can. I think we should talk about them last because I think that's the most. Uh... I think we should talk about them first. Because, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, just get it out of the way because it was stupid. All right, sure. I'll go that. Yeah, that's I'll okay. go down that road. I just was thinking I was going to bitch about that the most, so maybe that could be the end. But we can bitch about it first. Let's yeah. Let's just let's not bury the lead. Let's just go gonna, for it. I'm going to jump into this glory hole of BS. Bunch right. of crap. We'll start us off. Let's go. All right. Well, okay. So there was this, this huge gamble. That they took in just merging their two claims. Like, what is the gamble here? What is the conflict? I didn't get it. And they kept on talking about it. The only thing I could see is that the Indian River mine was working so well. Like, they had it all dialed in where it's like, mm-hmm. it's just as soon as we're running out of dirt, we got more dirt and yeah. like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, I can only, the only risk I could see would it being like upsetting the balance of some kind. Or, like, running too much material so then the machine breaks. Or, you know, shit like that. But in general, yeah. Todd, at the end, was like, oh, I took a big risk. And it's like, no. I mean, I don't think it's a risk to have double the manpower. I think yeah. the risk was having two mines, which didn't work. Like, yeah. so, the, no, your risk did not work, Todd. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah. That failed. He failed. Now having too many guys to do one mine, yeah, it's like you got a lot of gold, I guess. But I, this is my big question. I'm just jumping, jumping all over the place. My name's Jim Hall, by the way. Oh, right? my name, my name yeah. is Craig Massey. In case you didn't already know, mm-hmm. I'm um, from New Hampshire. Me too. Oh, that's funny. That's well, what a clinky dink. So, this is my big question about this. They're like, oh, we have double the guys, and we have to like clear all this ground, and blah 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 blah, because we have so much to do. Mm-hmm. But didn't wasn't the beginning of the season them drilling that area in only that one? Little cut in the upper bench. Those, that was the only place that had gold. Yeah. If, am I not? Well, they had the lower. I, and then am the I upper. mistaken? The upper bench, uh, it, it was drilled before by the the owner, so he already had that. But yeah, there was uh, many other plots. But yeah, there. there was like probably like ten yeah. or twelve plots, all and all of them were all bullshit except for right the one mm-hmm. right at the bottom that they're working yeah. on. Yeah, so that makes me feel like they're going to run out of land. Yeah, and they're yeah. already like cutting new ground. It's like what new ground? That was like you didn't think there was anything there. Mm-hmm. So like, what what's the point? Yeah, maybe like, it, it, the upper bench is a lot more expansive than they made it seem at first, but. Yeah, bunch of crap. I mean, I mean, it's good. I mean, the, the biggest risk would be just having Todd have anything to do with that other operation. But yeah. Ho- but it seems like he was sort of just hands off and let Dave kind of run it the way it's been running. And then the other dudes are just extra people on dozers and, and shit. Yeah. It's weird. It was just, I wouldn't mind it so much if they didn't keep, if they hadn't kept on talking about it. It was like just it got super boring, so much so that it was annoying. Like, why do we keep on saying this? Like, you're you're reiterating a conflict that is not there. And even if there was a real conflict, they still didn't have to mention it as many times as they did. Yeah, and it, the ter- thing is, there was no conflict. It was everything worked fine too. Like, yeah. Oh, we took a really huge risk. It's like, well, it'd only be a risk if people are assholes about it. Yeah, you know, it's like, and Dave is a reasonable guy, so he's like, all right, well, I mean, I'm a little nervous because we have a good system, but mm-hmm. hopefully we can make it work. And he said, they he intimated something that I was talking about when we were watching the show. Is like, I think the way to do this is to run that big red like 24 hours a day just have uh-huh. an a team and b team and he said something like hey that sluice never stops which i'm assuming yeah. that's what that means yeah 
which is that would I mean that's smart. I guess that's a good way to use it. So again, why is that a risk? It's just like yeah, I don't all know. hands on deck. It's too many people. They're not going to make as much money as they should. There's way too many people working. Yep, that is that true. Mine. I mean, they don't need to have twelve guys. Yeah, well, if they can get the 1,000 ounces, then they can do it. You know, And Todd said he did the math, so we can trust yeah, that. What math is that? It's like Dave has pulled out, at this point, they have a total of 230 ounces in there. Yeah. By best estimate, yeah, the they... most conservative estimate, they're two-thirds of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. And so they how does that out equal... the, the lower bench, and, and then they got that about, you know, about that much. And now this upper bench is going to get you 700-something. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, it just, damn it. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's like the gold's awesome up there. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe but... maybe if they run, I mean, maybe they are. They just didn't make it clear. Maybe if they're running the, the pay dirt that they had over at Quartz Creek that and even the tailings that the Turbo Trommel like missed a lot of that gold. And also, why don't they just have one person? If they're going to have like keep everyone on, just have one person welding that Turbo Trommel. Yeah. He said it would be a two-week job. Is it Mitch? Is he the only one who's capable of doing it? So yeah. So hey, Mitch, instead of you driving a truck around, which he was, yeah. why don't you just work on the fucking turbo trommel then? Yeah. I mean, it's like, what is the big deal here? It's yeah. all a bunch of hooey. We're very upset. I honestly, I don't think that's like show trickery necessary. I think Todd is just doesn't see the big picture. I think that's what it is. You know, I hmm. think he just can't. In his mind, he's like, well, this doesn't work, so it's over. I've already spent too much money. It's over. And it's like, but you're already here. You already leased the land. You have 12 guys to work one mine. Let one guy work on that. Why not? have material that they can run. Just yeah, I just don't. Trommel. You're right. I mean, I, I don't. I could understand giving up on it because they've already, like, it's just not working and they're just wasting their time. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you have so many guys working on one mine. You don't need Mitch driving a truck around. Why? Yeah. He's a mechanic. Like, let him yeah, be a the mechanic. Yeah, very good mechanic, too. Let him, you know, toil away at that trommel. Then anytime someone breaks, pull him off it and mm-hmm. have him go fix the thing that's broken. But, like, yeah. why can't you just work on it for the two weeks or whatever? It just seems nuts to me. Like, and then, then run that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems dumb. Yeah. And when we have we don't have answers. Well, we they, have a lot of questions here and a lot of opinions, but man, I don't know. I wish I hopefully those are the some of these questions like what they're doing with the pay dirt that's back at right. at, at Quartz Creek uh, will be answered. But uh, they haven't, not in my mind. Yeah, they haven't addressed it yet. Like why can't they just drive it over? That road, I mean Parker when his story, the road much more treacherous than the one Todd seems to have. Mm-hmm. It's like just truck the dirt over. Yeah. What is the big deal yeah, here? Yeah, 2 miles. I mean I can't imagine. I mean, it's a pain in the ass, I'm sure. Yeah, but like, it's like, know, but it's it's more than you know. You spend a little bit more on gas than you would if you're right there. But if it is it cost prohibitive to, for you to do that? I don't. Doesn't seem like it is. Well, you get twelve guys working on a mine. Just yeah, have no. one guy. It's like, hey, your job is to drive this two miles back and forth. That's mm-hmm. what you're gonna do now. It's like whatever. It just doesn't make any sense. They should put us in charge. Yeah, I could totally do it. I could drive around and talk on a walkie-talkie and not do anything, yeah. just like Todd. Mm-hmm. Did you notice this season, he hasn't actually done any real actual work? He's just yeah. been there? Yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, he used in to a, work. In truck. Yeah. the old ones, he used to be doing excavator work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was for show, but now he hasn't done like a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Except drive around in his golf cart and talk on the walkie-talkie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mean his Polaris Ranger? <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. I don't even let, let's see if there's any details I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, well, I we mean, can talk about Mitch's fix. Um, oh yeah, that was with, cool. Uh, you know, because they had a problem with the um, Indian River uh, wash plant. You know, these things happen. There was some problem with the hydraulics and their uh, lift or whatever. What is yeah, the it? Conveyor the conveyor belt broke? It, yeah. it seizes. The hydraulic system broke. And mm-hmm. so basically, he's like, you know, I ordered a part, but that's anywhere from three days to three weeks away. Because mm-hmm. as you know. 
getting parts in the Klondike is difficult. Oh, yes, very difficult. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. But he comes up with, I think, a really ingenious solution. Mm-hmm. He takes Jack's 400 excavator. His beloved 400 beloved. excavator. The He's one had that... for three years. I don't know if they've even least. used it now in a while. It seemed like it, yeah. I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. What, did he sell it? <laughs> so they, he, has the, he basically refers to it almost like as a blood transfusion, where he yeah. takes the, the, the tubing or the hosing for the, the, the claw part of the excavator and mm-hmm. just splices that onto the, the tubing of the conveyor belt. And he has, like, the really challenge is just getting the, the PSI correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get that at 1,000. Or you got to get it at 2,000. This could go as high as 3,200. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is a disparity. It might blow out the gaskets, which was a pretty big risk. Like, mm-hmm. That's a risk. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want to talk about taking a risk, he's like, well, I'm trying to fix it, but I could totally fuck it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I could break both machines. <laughs> yeah. Or I think he was worried about blowing the gaskets on the, on the conveyor because it would be too much pressure going through it. So it could just, like... Oh, the thing yeah, is, though, it wouldn't really break the gaskets on the excavator. Yeah, that'd be fine. But mm-hmm. I think the thing is, though, I think it was a calculated risk, as I'm saying it, because if he's waiting three weeks for the part, it probably wouldn't take him three weeks to repair those. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, yeah, let's just try Cause it. Cause him a little bit bullshit. I, yeah, but... he'll have to work now instead of just letting it run. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it worked. He did a good job. It worked no, really well. great fix. Mitch is like the hero of... Like mm-hmm. the show right now, him yeah. and Fred are like the most handiest guys ever. Yeah, and that's that's the stuff that we've always said that we liked when when they were like fixing stuff or yeah. come up with uh, you know kind of clever ways to get around problems and stuff. So, yeah, that's always good. Mitch, fast becoming one of the go to characters. He's a me. smart guy. He reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of my best friend growing up, Dana, who's like mm-hmm. an engineer. Oh, that jerk? Yeah, that oh, guy. Gonna go, okay, you can talk about He's Dana. a really, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not even worth really talking about this guy because nobody listening to this knows him, but mm-hmm. he, he's a guy that he, you know, he worked on, he's, a, he's an engineer, and that's the kind of stuff that he, I could imagine, he even talks like that guy. I could imagine mm-hmm. him just being in that situation. Yeah. Like, well, Todd's kind of an idiot, and, uh, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm getting 20%, so I figure, just keep it running. Yep. You know, whatever well, it is. Keep on sluicing. But uh, yeah, I thought I I like Mitch a lot. He's a uh, he's a good guy. He's definitely he's not as uh doesn't have the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, the charisma of Harness. No, but yeah. he yeah, I think he he's more talented. To have yeah as much of a dark past or a dark future. It seemed like yeah there was some shit going on with Harness, but I'm glad Mitch is there. It makes me really realize. I mean, Harness did the best he could, and probably with less equipment and less help. Mm-hmm. But he really makes me seem like when they used to be like Harness can fix anything. It's like well. I think Mitch probably would have done better in some of those situations, but maybe not. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's it, it's apples to oranges. It's hard to say, but it yeah. Well, Harness did make that uh, water filtration system last season that was never even ended up being used. It didn't work very well though either. <laughs> kind of worked. It did work, but it, the rest of the machine was all screwed. Yeah. Up. But anyway, that was that was a year ago. I mean, granted, he built that homemade. I was thinking about their original wash plant on season one. Like, like that's sort of like some of the charm of like Gold Rush was mm-hmm. like this like rinky dink sort of like all used stuff, and they basically built it themselves. And obviously, yeah. it didn't work right because that stuff has to be like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you don't really think about. It seems like a pretty simple device, and I'm sure on the surface, he's like, I could build that. Like, he's like looking mm-hmm. at plans. Like, I seems pretty easy enough to me. But like, they didn't understand. The force is really into it. And even it's like, oh, you're at 30 degrees. That needs to be 32 degrees. Like, mm-hmm. of, of an yeah. angle, and it's not going to work otherwise. And it's like, oh. It's crazy. Well, that's why they got 14 ounces for that whole first season, which really amazes me. The show yeah, has so, yeah. changed so much. Yeah, the more you think about it, the how crazy that yeah, really is. There was no, like, separate Parker or Fred. Like, Fred was in the first season, but he was. He was the villain. He was, like, yeah, an outsider coming in. Oh, I disagree with how you're doing this. I'm going to cut those grizzly bars. Like, oh, what are you doing, Fred? Yep. 
uh, Mr. Picklebottom uh, hired me as his right-hand man oh, to yeah. make sure it gets done correctly. Yeah. My way or some shitty highway. And then I'm going to buy your mind. And they're going to depict me as a claim jumper, but really, you messed up the paperwork. Yeah, I'm just very meticulous. Um, but th- yeah, I guess what we said, you know, the first season they got 14 ounces, but in stark contrast with this, um, they ended up, you know, get everything fine-tuned and working, and uh, they got some gold. That's how awesome. Much, yeah, how much gold did they get, Jim? Uh, 48 ounces? Or they, I'm not even looking. I'm just 46. 46. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot. That's pretty great, yeah. For, I mean, that for, is for a like lot. 4,000 yards? Yeah, they ran it for a week and they lost two days. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I mean, basically three days yeah, of running fantastic. to get. I mean, that's. So, I mean, that leads me to believe if they could maintain that mm-hmm. for like six more weeks or even well, let's how many? How much? What do they think they have? Six weeks? Eight weeks? I have no. I have no idea. They play with time so it's much. It's less it's than hard eight to say. for sure. The way they've been talking about it. Yeah. So let's say it's eight weeks. Let's just be like super. Let's not the opposite of conservative. Let's just give them yeah. the benefit eight of the doubt times, here. Eight times four is thirty to uh, is uh, thirty two. Let's say it's fifty ounces times eight. So eight times that's forty. That would be four th- four hundred ounces. That's not even close to a thousand ounces. No. Nope. So it's no, like I don't six seven hundred. So I don't I, I don't get it. I don't see the math unless that upper bench is like some premium shit. Mm-hmm. But they were running that upper bench dirt at this point. Yeah. So like I don't. I mean, maybe it's those, really good maybe results those extra two days. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they can. They can might be able to get close to a thousand, but I don't. I don't think they're going to get there. I think at best they might get eight hundred. I don't. I don't want them to get a thousand ounces. I don't no. want Todd to be right. I'm just. I'm being a hater. Well, I don't officially. even care about a thousand ounces uh, at this point. Like, yeah, they who, say oh, it's so. This, yeah, who cares? It's just this number. Just go and get gold. Get as much as you can. I mean, maybe I don't want him to get it just for my own pride. When I heard him say a thousand ounces, I was just like, come on. And then now it's like, if he gets it, then I'm wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I want to be right. Well, you know, Todd was wrong many ways along this journey. <laughs> That's true. Whether he gets to 1,000 ounces or not, he's still a, a walking spectacle of mistakes. Well, only he could take a season now that they found, like, almost 300 ounces of gold, and it still is, like, a total failure because there's way too many guys. Yeah. He spent way too much money. Like, as mm-hmm. we joked last week, it's like, well, all that gold that Dave slash we found... Now it's just that's just about enough to pay for that turbo trauma that doesn't work in mm-hmm. this other claim that we're leasing that we can't get any gold yeah. off of. Yeah. So basically, we're at Yikes. even, and now they're under Volvo's thumb, and you don't want to be there. No, 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 no. They will put you in the river if you know what I mean. With cement shoes. Oh, yeah. Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Ooh, yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> So I don't. Do you want to move on from Todd? I mean, I feel like I had more yeah, to I say, but we, I can't. I think I might have said it. I all. think we went off. I think we went off sufficiently. We were upset with it, especially me. And I don't tend to get too upset, but this was a bunch of bull. And yeah, I'm done with it. I washed my hands of it for uh, for this week. Yeah, I've done a full 180. I mean, for longtime listeners, last season and early this season, I bitched and moaned about how like the show just needs to be about Todd. Now I want the show just to be about Fred. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I mean, Parker I like, but his story is honestly pretty boring. It's mostly just him trying and failing, and it's depressing. Like, yeah. I don't – like, I, I guess – I mean, I don't want to say I like it. I don't like to see that, but, you know, I, I it, the drama is good. You know, yeah. like the family, and I like all that stuff. Like, there's a lot to like about his story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but not overall, overall I don't very like compelling or interesting. It's not compelling yeah. at all. Well, it, yeah. it, it's it, like, Especially compared to Fred. And like Dustin Fred is the Melody. story. Like as I said, I realized that like I think ultimately I was misguided in saying the show should be about the Hoffmans. The show is about the glory hole. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Gold Rush is about what's happening at Porcupine Creek. 
Mm-hmm. If you've been watching it from the beginning, it's always been that, like, what is on the bottom of that hole? Yeah. And now we might finally find out, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. it, who knows, though? I mean, there's, yeah. there's a whole litany of things that could go wrong between now and then, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, nice that's, that's what's interesting. Vocab, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm uh I'm hitting all cylinders right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took a B12 shot. <laughs> so I blew uh, out the mic there. Uh, so do you want to talk Parker? I want to talk. Yeah, I want to get Parker over with. Okay. I mean, we appreciate you, Parker, but you know, this week wasn't really that compelling. Yeah. So basically, he's looking for more dirt because he does a, a four. He runs four more days of Emerson Trench, even yeah. though he already knows it sucks. Like as we found out last week, but. Good on him to at least be like, well, let's just give it one more try. Yeah. And he went in a little different direction. Like, maybe it's like, no, maybe I'm just in a dead patch. It's mm-hmm. possible. And it's not like, there's no guarantee everywhere is gold. Maybe he's just, he's on a shitty part of the, that good area. Yeah. And he needed five ounces. Which is, a, you know, not a lot. Just to break even for doing it. Yeah, just to, for running costs. And he got 2.3. It's like, that's terrible. Yeah. And like, it's, that's just like, you can see, you're just so bummed. Like, it's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad, because he's the one that I... I would normally really root for, or I mean, I have been rooting for because, like, I when I want to see him do it. I think he's a really smart kid, and I think yeah. now this is like the uh, the real side of gold mining, where it's like it's just a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can be the smartest guy and have the best mining experience in the world, but if you don't have any dirt, you don't you're yeah. just out of luck. There's just nothing you dirt. can do about it. Yeah, and he's trying his damnedest. You know, he's definitely he yeah, has more gumption like had... than Todd Todd and his dad put together. Oh yeah, there's many times yeah. where he could have just been like, well. No more, you know, I, I don't know what to do. We're running out of land, but he always seems to find another another claim. And he this is, is what he did this he week. He refuses to give up, which mm-hmm. I, could, I really appreciate, but it might be to the detriment of his own financial security. Yes. <laughs> because he's getting, I mean, this is like what, we were talking about this probably a month or two ago, that like, that is the gold fever. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, I mean, it's almost like, I, it really would compare it to, like, he's at a blackjack table. And he said he wasn't going to lose more than three hundred dollars this weekend. And it's eleven o'clock on Friday night, and he's down three fifty. And he's like, "Going to the ATM one more time, I'm going to win it back." And it's like, "Come on, dude, you might have to, you might have to just cut your losses, man." Yeah. Like, it's like I think it's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact is now they're leasing land outside of their mine. Now he's figuring out ways to second time this season they're leasing land yeah. outside of their mine. Like his mine, the big nugget mine for all intents and purposes is over. Yeah. And now he's spending all this money and doing all this work to bring dirt from somewhere else. I mean. That's a stopgap at the at the very least. I mean, they're going to go through that dirt probably by the end of the season. And then yeah, what's ten, left? Ten acres. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. Yeah, they'll go through it. Yeah. So, I mean, his game is to try to like make the season break even, but really, he could end up just digging another like hundred thousand dollar hole. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like I think it's they're treating it like pretty, like he's being pretty laissez faire about it. But it's like it could be really fucking up. I mean, that could be yeah. really bad. Well, this new claim seems good. This discovery claim. They said that they were getting like a hundred ounces a week or something from it back right? in the day, which is pretty insane. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, if you could do that, if you could pull so out like four hundred yeah. ounces out of that thing, it'd yeah. Be so incredible. as long as that story that you know this is their campground and that what and they didn't run the dirt there, which seems kind of crazy because if you can get gold out of really rich dirt there, you'd probably run the shit out of it. It might have been guys that were just like doing it for ten years, and they're like, "Yeah, we have nowhere to stay now, so mm-hmm. we've made our millions. Let's just go. Let's just retire." Yeah, that's how I was picturing. That's that's the fantasy I concocted. That mm-hmm. like they like literally dug. They had this one plot of land. They had their camps, and they just dug around it. With, mm-hmm. There's a road, and then digging around everywhere. And they're like, "Well, we're gonna have nowhere to live." We've what we pulled out like three thousand ounces out of here. It's like I think we can call that a life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just get out of here. Yeah, I don't not, feel like digging holes shabby. anymore. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna go live in Cabo. <laughs> Ooh, Cabo San Lucas. Yes, sandals. There's Sri Lanka. Oh, I don't know much about it, Jim. 
I don't know much about it either, but I know Arthur C. Clarke, the famed sci-fi novelist, ended his career in life in Sri Lanka. Now, he didn't commit suicide, but he lived out the last like 20 years of his life there. Which hmm. is pretty great. It's like I think it's in South America, right? Isn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. This is... I, this is not another Jamaica not, situation, yeah, I, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't want to get into that. Well, neither of us know my where geography Sri Lanka is terrible. Is. I'm realizing if it's not, <laughs> I think I was thinking it would be on, in the Pacific, but that's just a guess. It, it, it probably is because I, I don't. I don't I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even gonna make a bet. I don't know. Yeah, we can just move on from it's tropical it. And, though. And and we don't nice. want to dig ourselves into a hole. I would mm, guess though, Sri no. Lanka is the kind of place, very much like I know for a fact, some place like Brazil, where like you could show up. With like a good amount of American money and live like a king for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You I don't want to do that. Roll in there with a hundred grand and it might as well be like fifty million dollars. Like it's just kind of like you can do whatever hmm. you want. It's pretty rad. Yeah, as long as you don't get kidnapped and ransomed. Yeah, well that's a that's a key thing. You have to hire security. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so security that you trust. Yeah, that's true. You don't want uh, what's his name? What's our gold recovery expert? Oh, Glenn Glenn Billiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear, I swear, these are people that I trust. Yeah, I'll protect you, Parker. Um, so what happened with Parker? So you know he, uh, he jumps on his Polaris Ranger to go uh, and, and visit the the claim owner. Yeah, that was some show trickery. Just that was that was the classic. If you ever are curious about reality TV, I think he, I think they must have had some sort of trade out deal because they have a lot of that. All three claims have a Polaris Ranger, yeah. and they sh- and they're showing them. Pretty uh, prominently, so yeah, definitely a, a sponsored yeah piece of equipment for those of you with uh, sharp ears. He was like, "I'm gonna go take my Polaris Ranger up to the top of the thing." <laughs> yeah, like, I think they definitely like picked it up later. They like, "Hey, we have to say that." Mm-hmm. You know, it's a pretty common thing. I mean, I I don't really fault them. I'm sure they they get paid a good amount of money to do that. Yeah. And honestly, as far as like, like, I've been watching Top Chef a lot, and like they are fucking shameless with oh, their. Yeah promotion i mean it's like hmm. literally they have like these like toyota avalons that they drive to places and like there'll be things and they get in the car like oh wow i can just enter the address in the screen it gives me directions oh, really? it's like really shameless God. where this is like with like that volvo stuff and like the hitachi it's very much like yeah. they're just using the products in the way the products were meant to be used and they're not yeah. like talking about it too much yeah it, i mean this the, was you know what worst, i mean this was this easily the worst one yeah I mean, it wasn't I mean, that because bad. it was you know it just stood out like oh yeah you know they, get, they got new volvo excavators but it's like polaris ranger like right I'm gonna... it sounded so goofy if it didn't sound so goofy i wouldn't even like notice it and the yeah. thing is like at least it wasn't on camera like the the actual vehicle wasn't on camera so it wasn't like the super like straight up yeah. product placement yeah well it was afterwards it after was, like, it went to a wide shot and then like he was getting into it and then it, like immediately actually it did go to like the seats of you know it, what it, it is though Polaris. right i bet it was harder to read or like they probably have some like i don't know i mean I, i've worked on a show where like you know we had to have a very specific read mm-hmm. it's just a part of the contract language like it, mm-hmm. it, you know it's just like you have to like they wanted it worded a certain way like hey you have to say polaris at least twice in the episode or else the deal's off it's probably something yeah. like that and like they realized like editing the episode is like oh shit so they probably had him like come into a studio and just record it and just bump it in, like. Just, mm-hmm. But whatever. Hopefully, they paid Parker to come back in here there and do that. That's the kind of stuff that doesn't bother me. I mean, that's how like the the machinery of how it works. But it's like it's not a lie. It's just you know, He's, no harm did, done. Yeah, you know, it's like whatever. It. And, they, and, he, and they've they probably gave him that things. tractor for free. So it's like, oh yeah. So it's like whatever. I mean, that's yeah. And they've been the way using the it works. around the claims and stuff. Like, and all of them have you know, especially Todd because he doesn't like to walk anywhere. Yeah. He's got his own Polaris Ranger XL. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Parker has to go up to get he, – he gets a 10% uh, deal. 
or the, he he gets ten acres of on the discovery claim. He has got to give the claim owner ten percent. This time the owner didn't call Parker's grandpa Dick, which was good. No cameras, uh, breaking the fourth wall, as you said. Uh, this show has earned breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it actually makes it feel more real, mm-hmm. which is like some shows it feels phony and forced. Yeah, but like in this case, like you, you know, it's like yeah. This like, guy, yeah, this guy does not like cameras, and he doesn't really like me or my family very much. Right. So we're just going to try to be as cordial as possible. And they've had, honestly, they've had enough of those goddamn behind-the-scenes-specials with the camera crew. It's like, oh, I, sure. I can't help but picture the guy standing there now anyway, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's kind of bad. But, you know, it's like, whatever. You may as well acknowledge it. Who cares? Like, yeah. I, normally, I don't like that stuff, but in this case, unless it's like an accident, and you see like the guy running toward Parker, like, <laughs> yeah. except for that, like, I, generally, I don't like them addressing that there's a camera involved mm-hmm. but it worked in this case and it worked when like m shaw showed up and like that stuff yep. works so and good for them it was bitches at m shaw bitch <laughs> oh is it m shaw no i'm just trying to save your life sir <laughs> there's gonna be a flood oh which by the way never happened also but, well because he didn't dig down into that hole but i mean i don't think the, the water ever came i think they're worried if the flood waters came he'd be stuck in the hole because it would happen so fast oh. he couldn't get out Oh yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's you better be safe than sorry. It's like mm-hmm. as Parker said with his road, it's not really worth dying to get the cold. No. So yeah, let's talk about Parker. He he leases this land, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's going to be really good. But the problem is the road is super treacherous and narrow. And yeah, it's it like, seems scary. It looked. I mean, they did I a good job. The if it wasn't that. scary, you know, in the actual uh, shooting of the show, they did a good job editing it to make it seem scary. It's super hairpin turns really narrow. And like the big danger is that like the wheel, like if it gets too close to the edge, like that dirt could just crumble away and you fall yeah. down 300 foot ditch like, into just into your death basically. Yeah. Fucking a pardon my French, but she's scary. So, you know, he takes one little shot up the road. It's like a trail essentially like, you know, a, a, a probably a Ford, you know, F-150 would still have to be very careful there. They can't, you know, go swerving around, let alone one huge rock truck. And he couldn't get around one turn. Had a, uh, had to call his father to widen it out. Knock down some trees. Good to see Parker's dad again. Doing yep. what he does best. Road building. Road building. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And uh, and then he was worried about one tree. Parker wanted to blow it up with dynamite. Unfortunately, no. I was really hoping they would. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to see that. I wanted yeah, to see them like blow, blow a tree. Up. <laughs> yeah. No, that wouldn't be good. He even laughed like Parker. I'm not blowing a tree up. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna do that. Wood shards everywhere. Shrapnel. Um. So and then he, you know, he goes at it once again. Once he widens that, uh, especially this one particular turn. He makes it up there, and we have to wait till next week to see if he actually gets any gold out of there. I mean, that was it. Yeah, there's really not I don't much know else why, to yeah, it. We weren't really, I wasn't really commenting on it. I was just recapping it for you guys, and I know you already <laughs> watched it, but, you know, sorry. That's why that story's not that interesting to yeah. me. It's just kind of like, I mean, it, I'm interested to see. I'd like to see him salvage the season and then be like, yeah. all right, well, now we're closing the mine. Because you know, it's like, I, if he's like, oh, next year, let's try it again. It's like, come on, dude. Now you're fucking up. Yeah. I mean, I think now he's, like like I said, it's like the gambling trying to win your money back. Because they're down money now. For mm-hmm. sure. He's wasted like 150 grand now. Oh, yeah. At the beginning of the season, he was down. I mean, because he, he, he built that road. that road. Yeah. yeah. Up in Smith Creek. So, I mean, he's in trouble. Uh, granted, I think it's all his grandfather's money. And it's kind of like, it's. I mean, in a way, it's his money Mm-hmm. But it's like I guess he just doesn't get that money now. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like the end of the world because it's like it sounds like oh, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, holy shit! Yeah. But it's not like he took a loan out for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's yeah. cash they have. Mm-hmm. It's typically specific, blah, blah, blah. specifically from the mine. 
to make more money at the mine. So it's like at the end, I think he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But you'd rather have that hundred grand. I, I, I hope would. he can make the money back. Yeah. And then have that in his bank and just be like, all right, well, now the mine's over and now I have 150 grand to go to college or whatever or yeah. do whatever the fuck else he's going to do with it. Yeah, probably yeah. buy another mine. That's probably what he's going to do mm-hmm. eh, or yeah. whatever. But. Some people just don't need to go to college. Mitch didn't. Yeah. I don't I mean, honestly, as much as I'm a proponent of college, I don't think Parker's the kind of guy that wants or needs to go to college, although it would yeah. probably be good for him. But I think he's the kind of guy that he's not afraid to work with his hands. He doesn't see any shame in that, which is yeah. good because there's too many people that there's like a stigma of working with your hands, which is totally wrong in our country now. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I think he's happiest doing work like that. Although I think he could, if he applied himself, he could do other stuff. He's a smart yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, it, so, but maybe he wouldn't be happy doing that. Yeah. You'd be happy. As of right now, he's got to be digging some gold, but hopefully he'll find some, but we have to wait till, wait till next week to see if, and might not get the whole story next week. Yeah. I wonder what Parker's dad or would think. Like, you know, he's a guy that you know made a living building roads and like physical outdoor work. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if he wants Parker to follow in his footsteps, or he's like, Parker, you could like go to college. Like, you should like you know you can do something else. Yeah. Just or if he's like, no, this is what, what we Parker do. Parker wants. You know, I know. Yeah. I know. Last season, at the end of it, Todd recommended that Parker doesn't go to college, <laughs> but I was like, don't take advice from Todd. Yeah, Todd Hoffman. My family airfield, so like. Screw off, Todd. Yeah, and the one I've been reading—we've mentioned Gold Rush, Alaska gossip, or maybe it's just Gold Rush gossip now. Mm-hmm. He always is harping on this one thing that I'm getting a little sick of hearing about it. But how Todd and Jack for 20 years basically were just slumlords, and like, yeah, like it's really bad. And like, it's like even all the stuff of them, like, like oh, God's gonna help us, and it's all so hollow because it's like, no, you guys are huge assholes. <laughs> like, mm. it's like that's like you're like the worst kind of people. Yeah, like you know, it's like this. You know, it, they obviously never talk about it on the show. No. Nope. We're not supposed to know that. I'm not sure that it's actually true, but it, he has pretty compelling evidence that it is, and it's like it seems like it is. It, it's it's interesting. And yeah. Well, we comment on the show. We're not muckrakers, but... It's true, yeah. We I did mean, read this on the... Yeah. On I can't the, help but gossip. think about it. Yeah. You know, it. but it's uh, it's interesting. I'd love to see, like, maybe someday an expose on Todd. Huh. Maybe that's what, how Discovery, uh, when it... Everything finally goes under. It's like, now the story you didn't know. Yeah. The real Todd Hawk. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can do Todd versus Jack, Junior versus Senior. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That'd be perfect. That show's over now, too, by the way. Yeah. It's done. At least for now, until another network gives them another deal. No. I mean, I think want. it's over now, because like, I think, I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. I mean, the, the, the real reason I read, and this isn't even a secret. This was like from, it's the same company. It's Raw TV that makes that show. Mm-hmm. Christo Doyle is the executive producer of this, too, of Chopper. And what it said in the trades was basically just that Paul Jr. became so difficult to work with, they just said, the hell with it. Yeah. They're like, I mean, that's like that's some pretty serious shit. I already suspected Paul Jr. was a huge asshole, but that is, like, other level. Yeah. Like, killing the Golden Goose. I'm sure the ratings were down, but they had come up with the junior versus senior stuff. Oh, yeah. I hadn't watched the show in years, and I was like, I'm curious about this. Yeah. I didn't like it very much. I thought it was... It was just the same old, same old shit after a while. But uh, again, I thought it was at least compelling, if not yeah. maybe unfair. But it's like you're going to kill this show that's been running for ten years and gets really good ratings only because the main star is such an asshole. It's just not worth your while anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he must be a real. It's like we think jungle. Todd Hoffman is a piece of shit or like hard to work with. He's got to be nothing compared to. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't think American Chopper even gets a fifth of the ratings of Gold Rush. So maybe they. Put I don't up think a li- so yeah. I don't think they ever had those like you know those blockbusters like yeah. 
number one Friday show. Mm-hmm. I saw that it did like it just it beat in all television the eighteen to forty five demographic. Wow! Like it, it, it was either a week or two ago. It's like at nine o'clock on Friday night, this was the number one show in all of television. Wow. Gold Rush. Well, you're welcome, guys. Yeah, I'm hoping we can uh, make it a little better for you. Yeah, yeah. Good job on us. Oh yeah. Well, you want to talk about me? Fred? Yeah, it's time. This is the other part of... Actually, well, this is like what I meant about getting shit done. We had Mitch fixing the conveyor. Mm-hmm. We had Parker fixing the road. And now mm-hmm. Fred, he's running some awesome gray gravel. Yep. And there's some huge boulders. And Dustin's a little nervous about putting that to the D-Rocker, as that he should be. That was a huge rock. That rock was the whole bucket on the uh, on the dozer. Not the dozer, but the... I don't know what it is. The the loader. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. massive. It was, yeah, it, like, I wouldn't... I mean, I have no idea, but my guess would be that at least yeah. 1,000 pounds. But they're getting good golds from those rocks and around in that gray material. Yeah. You're going to want to explore that. You do. That's very interesting material. Ooh, yes, that's very interesting there. That's unusual. You don't see I that. I told you it'd be there. I, well, I knew. Should have told your son to sign the paperwork. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not. <laughs> we are too busy getting dinner. Well, I understand it. You got to eat. But you know what? Got to get the gold, too. <laughs> <laughs> So they dropped this huge ass boulder. It was super like uh, unadvi- ill-advised. Yeah, and it just destroys like the bed of the thing. I mean, yeah, I felt really bad, but it looked really funny too. But I, I could see like the despair in all their eyes. They're just like, oh no. Yep. Yeah. So really, yeah, it looked bad. Like it, you know, really just because that top welding uh, part or where it connected to the D rocker just came off. So it's like, yeah, definitely just going to fall down, flip on over. And I was hoping that it didn't hurt anything else. You kind of could see where things went wrong, whereas the deck fell off of it. Yep. So, but yeah. Um, uh, again, like as you as you said this during the show, like they're getting, or you commented on what Dustin said, they are getting real good at fixing stuff. Yeah, Dustin was even like, he's getting so mad about Fred, all his like constant fixes, but this one he's like, after Fred fixes it, basically he just has like, he lifts it with the excavator and uses the loader to pull it, mm-hmm. welds it together, works great, fixes it in a day. Yeah, and, and there was this like, great moment uh, when he was like, now that's one welded out deck. <laughs> yeah. Welded out deck. That's pride in your work. Ooh-hoo. But Dustin had this smile on his face, and he's like, yeah, you know, Fred's real good at fixing stuff. Like, he finally had to acknowledge, <laughs> yeah. like, son of a bitch. Like, I give yeah. my dad a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But he, like, he knows he's handy. I mean, he's a really practical, handy guy. That's another yeah, reason was, I like Fred yeah. so much. There was some, yeah, some cool shots of him welding that. It was clear, clear shots. And they, was, they were using pretty badass music. Yeah, really epic. Mm-hmm. Gold rush, yeah. gold rush. Yeah. Hop, 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 hop. So they they get it fixed and they decide they're running a bunch more of this gray material and then mm-hmm. the, this is but there's a problem though. Uh huh. A what? No, no, there ain't no problem. Well, just they, keep on this. This is gold rich gray material. They run it for twenty five hours. Yeah, but the problem is that material is so fine it's basically setting up like concrete. What do you in know? the riffles? Oh, I'm telling what the narrator told me. Well, he doesn't know everything. Well, the reason they know there's a problem is because they start finding flakes of gold way down at the bottom of the sluice, which it should never get that far down. Ooh. So, like, that's not good. I do not like that. So they're super nervous that they just flushed, like, a bunch of gold out. Because, like, mm-hmm. they've been running. I mean, who knows how long it's been like that. Yeah. So, they I mean, it's scary. Flake. It's just like a... Down yeah, at the they, bottom. Yeah. And that should be at the top. That should immediately be on the bottom. And it that, should, yeah, that the, much heavy. The bottom of the, that, those riffles should be the tiny, tiniest little gold. Yeah. What up, riffles? But the problem you is... You ain't doing your job. Yeah, come on, riffle. You know, we've seen the the, the graphic of the, the riffle so many times, like the water kind of like a vortex going through it, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, less and less gold getting caught. 
Yeah. So the idea to find a big chunk down there at the top, it's like, because mm-hmm. like the idea is like since this gray material is so fine, it's mixing with the water and getting hard, so it's just clogging up all the yeah, riffles. Yeah, not only clogged it, yeah, just yeah, setting up like concrete, which I thought was interesting. They're, They're like hitting it with a hammer, like, oh my god. Yeah. I just did a hammer motion <laughs> just in case you guys didn't, you don't know. <laughs> I know so, it's an audio podcast, but so Dustin is super bummed, and I would be too. Like, you know, he's definitely, mm-hmm. like, worst-case scenario about this shit. He's like, oh, this is, like, the worst clean-out yeah. ever. And well, he's like, I mean, just... what could they do? I mean, if this is the gold-rich material, but it's, like, really fine gray stuff. Like, they can't – what else can they do? They need to run it, but it's not working. Now it's like, I'm like, are they going to be screwed here? That's what I was thinking. Me too. And, like, so, like, like they have to run it. They're like, well, let's just do it. And um, yep. they come out with 28.4 ounces. Yep. And that's with the fuck-up. I and mean, you would imagine there's probably more, like, 35 or 40 ounces in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I mean, oh, who knows? I Maybe. mean, I'm only guessing. But it, it seems like they left some gold on the table anyway. Yeah. And they which needed, is pretty yeah, good. They needed 18 ounces to get up to 93 ounces to cover all their running costs. And they got north of 100 when they rang that bell. That was awesome, this by the way. This is what you do. Ding, ding. ding. 100. So it's pretty rad that now they have 104 ounces, and basically that covers their running costs for the rest of the season. Yeah, 93 co- uh, covers it. So now they're it's all profit. Yeah, now they're at 11 ounces uh, profit. I mean, so I mean, they they do a, like I mean, they probably still will say it's six to eight weeks left. Let's say six weeks. Mm-hmm. They pull 20 ounces. It's 120 ounce a week. That's 120 ounces of profit. Yeah. That's pretty good for three people. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I think yeah, his creditors will be very happy. Yeah. I uh, I hate to call you, but uh, I'm gonna need a little bit more credit. So whether that means the mother load is, I I still I'm I holding on hope he's gonna get down to the bottom. Like yeah. he's gonna get there, and all of a sudden it's gonna be like they're gonna run a bucket that has like 150 ounces of gold in it. And like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like do a clean out. They're like Fred, the riffle is just all gold. Like, it's <laughs> oh like, my god, I want to see I that so wait. badly. Yeah. Like I really I'm hope really that hoping for it. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be cool, Fred. We're rich. What? What? Huh? <laughs> like, I honestly, hey, I think... don't get too excited here. Like, I mean, I'm... maybe this is a three beer knot, but hell, if we're getting these numbers that you're telling me, this is going to be a bottle of Jack Knight. Ooh, and no Jack Hoffman no. is invited. I got to say, I'm starting to get, like, I've watched enough of Fred and, like, with his story of, like, losing his house mm-hmm. and, like, getting to know him and his son and even, is it Melody? Mm-hmm. That um, like, like saying I get to know her. I'm not, I was thinking either Melanie or Melody. I couldn't remember. Yeah, but she's one to root for too. Yeah, she's yeah. Like really hard Super working nice, and yeah. like you know, a good uh, operator. And and she's got plenty of screen time because you know she's good at explaining things, but adds a human side to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was gonna say, like I really feel like I'm getting to know them well enough that I'm really I'm really pulling for them more than anybody else. Like if they oh, really yeah. do like get really rich, like I might cry a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I might actually like get like emotional about it because i'd be really really happy for him you're gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean though like he i think he deserves it more than anybody else i really do i think like you know todd is like the huckster trying to like Mm -hmm. swindle it parker like parker snake oil yeah parker would deserve it because he works really hard but that's still like a legacy thing he was given that mine Mm -hmm. like fred had to put everything his whole ass on the line to get this mine on a belief that it was going to work in his expertise of seeing it like he saw something in there working with the Hoffmans where he's like, these guys fucked it up, but there is something here. Yeah. Like, he knew it. Like, you know, he yeah. knew there's something down there. Yeah, Fred used his hard-earned diver money, professional diver money, to buy this or, or get the collateral 
to get the loan to get this claim, and I want it to kick some ass. Me too. I just I want him to see it through. I think I would just be really happy if he does. Like I think it would just be awesome if he gets it. It would be a really happy ending. I think if he gets like a shitload of gold and like Todd strikes out, I think this should just be the end of the show. I think it should just be like, all right, no more. Or get all new people. Yeah. I, that's what I would do. I mean, I, they, I probably wouldn't really do that because the ratings would probably dramatically change with a different cast, but... I just feel like this, if we really find out what's really on the bottom of that glory hole, that's like the story of Gold Rush is over. Yeah. To me. I don't need to see Todd arguing and bumbling around in the Klondike anymore. Nope. Like, I, don't, I don't need to see Parker depressingly driving around trying to find more dirt. He probably should quit. Yeah. It's like I don't – you know, and honestly, if Fred gets a ton of gold, I don't need to see him continue to get a ton of gold because that's not interesting yeah, I mean, either. Parker goes up to college. We can have a show about Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a show. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they could find other gold prospectors, but it just wouldn't ever be the same. Maybe, mm-hmm. they, but but then again, how do they kill this show? It's like the highest ratings they've ever had. Like they could never end. People the are show. gonna keep on digging for gold, man, because the prices are still high. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it seems like it's a bubble, but they haven't gone down yet. No, shit hasn't burst. Well, with all the uncertainty for in Fred's the economy, boxers. <laughs> Ooh, well, it's toxic. So, uh, do you want to rate this puppy? Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything else to say about it. I feel yeah. like we covered it was a little scatterbrained. We gonna, got, yeah. covered everything we w- I wanted to cover anyway. Yeah, I think no, this is full. We had a it was a lot of energy in this podcast, uh, and I think we did a great job. And um, I'm going to do something a little bit different with the bullion count this okay. week. I'm going to give Todd's portion of the show a half. I'm going to give it two nuggets. Okay. And I'm going to give Parker's a bullion because I'm rooting for him, and. Um, and it was a little scary at some point. Yeah. And I give Fred's portion, I give it five bullions. That's good. I like that kind of breaking down. I'm mm-hmm. going to do them all together. I'm just going to go two and a half bullions. Okay. Because it, this is one of the episodes where I was realizing I really appreciated all the ingenuity, but it wasn't necessarily entertaining. Nope. You know what I mean? Like last week's episode was really entertaining. This one was kind of like, this one felt like a documentary <laughs> more than the show normally does, which is cool. And I'm into that, kind of, but it's not... At least the Mitch part, yeah, seemed like that. Except, you know, the rest of the Todd part was all just a put-on yeah. bull, bull I just, roar. I just feel like if if this was the first episode of the show I ever saw, I would be like, I don't know what the big deal is. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, we're so invested in it, like, even the littlest things mean something to us. But yeah. we're like, the original, like, I started watching the show probably on, like, episode four originally, and I was hooked, like, within ten minutes. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this didn't have that anymore. Yeah. It, but maybe what are you supposed to do? I mean, they got to crank out so many episodes; they can't all have yeah. three more. Yeah, it's hard. You know, it's hard for us to say too. If like you know, someone just watching it for the first time, oh yeah, fresh, yeah. then it might be really compelling to them. But you know, for for us, for me, it was mixed, mixed results. I certainly can't say for sure, but it was a so. few pieces of color in there. Yeah. So, but in general, I liked it. I just you know, it wasn't my favorite. It definitely mm-hmm. has interesting implications for the future. Yeah, looking so forward to seeing cool. what happens next week. Yeah, with Parker and, and Todd, I guess, and definitely Fred. Definitely see what Fred. piece of equipment breaks on Fred's thing next week. I, nothing else can break, right? And literally everything he's had is broken now. He's yeah. broken everything. <laughs> yeah, this season at least once. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I guess that D rocker could always break again. I mean, those welds. I mean. A welding is strong, but I mean, can't yeah. be, how strong it could it seem be? Like you can get another part for the D rocker, though. It seems like a pretty specialized piece of equipment, especially for the upper deck there. So yeah, you'd think it'd be something set up with really like thick, like um, what's the like with like bolted on somehow. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that make more sense? Like really th- like big holes and big bolts holding that thing down. Like yeah. why just welding it? 
Yeah. Maybe there's know. no way to do it. He doesn't have like a machine shop. He can't. Yeah. I don't know why that wasn't built like that in the first place. Or maybe it was, and then he had to fix it because the bolts sheared off. I don't remember. Yeah, I have no no. Clue. It just feels to me like there's so much weight and pressure. How could welds be the only thing holding it on? Like it just seems like there should be more to it than that. But you know, I'm not an engineer. I don't know. But it just yeah. that doesn't seem right to me. Hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll, we'll find out. Hopefully it holds. It seems like it was holding before until they dropped a big potato on it. That was a huge rock, and I yeah. think they're all at fault for that too. It wasn't like I don't think that's why nobody yelled at anybody for it. Mm-hmm. It was like Fred dug it out. He should have just dropped that rock. Dustin's like, well, it's big, but there's gold on there. And then mm-hmm. Mel- Melody dropped it on the thing. It's like everybody was culpable. Like, yep. Everybody in that chain could have been like, yeah. And, and then they all worked one. together to fix it. Yeah. And they did a good job. His plan worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was really nice to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm getting... I love Fred. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. <laughs> I really love him. I feel really positive about Fred. <laughs> that's, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. You're, you're usually a real bastard around me. I know. Me. Hey, listeners, if you want to tell us what you think about Fred, you can write into oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. You're, of course, on Facebook. We appreciate your likes and your comments and your messages. And also, iTunes, that's where you get this thing, mostly. Uh, feel free to subscribe and also give us a rating and uh, reviews. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we've been getting more and more reviews. And it's, it, it feels really good, and it definitely helps the visibility of the show, and it gives mm-hmm. us really good um, motivation to keep going. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. So th- everyone who's written a review, if you're listening, thank you so much. It's great. Yep. We really appreciate it. Yep. Word up. Um, yeah, keep those letters coming. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Jimmy Skull. And I am at Craig Botio, also on Instagram, Craig Botio. Yeah, I'm Jimmy Skull on Instagram as well. You can uh, see a picture of me with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. So that's pretty cool. You can see a picture of my new tie rack that I made. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Actually, just last night or Thursday night, I put up a picture of me as like a, a two-year-old. Oh. And that's pretty fun, too. Yeah, everyone likes that. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, well, I hope that next episode is good. We'll certainly be here to do what we do. Yeah. So, until then, we will see you next week. So.